Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash randomtpodcasts. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Random Tea Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Thor the Dark World. <laughs> Loki 2. Because <laughs> let's face it, that's what it is. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I did. Okay. <laughs> I. Confession time. I know how much you love Loki. I do. That's not a confession. <laughs> However. This was not one of my more favorite movies. It wasn't one of mine either. In fact, I was really dreading having to rewatch this movie. Yeah. It's one of those that I will watch it when it's on because it's been on the movie channels a lot. See, I won't even watch it if it's but on. I, yeah, but I'm a Loki girl, so. Yeah. 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 Okay, but the thing <laughs> is... The thing is, though, I really got into... I knew the MCU was there. I knew it existed. Right. It was a thing. Right. But I didn't really get into it um, until Thor. Yeah. The first Thor movie. Because I was married to an idiot. Yeah. Glad and, he's gone. Yeah. That um, had no time and place for movies like this. But, uh, yeah, it was a mistake. There's a reason why we're divorced. So, um, anyway... So I didn't really get into the MCU as a whole, yeah, until Thor. Yeah, and I went and, and and I had a friend of mine drug me to to go and see it in 3D, and I was like, "Oh, what is this majesty? What is this?" So I fell in love with uh, Chris Hemsworth and this world, mm -hmm. and then to, to, I was very excited to see the Dark World, and then I saw it, and then I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> a filler. I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, it was to get us from one place to another. This yeah. is to get us to Ragnarok. I think they were basically like, you have to introduce the ether. That's required. You have to introduce this stone for the, cause for the whole yes. infinity gem business. Yes. And then try to do something cool around it. But you also had to make your way towards Ragnarok. Yes. But, and, and in order to get there, you had to have, um, and also What's Age of name? Ultron and, you know, the rest. Yeah, whatever. Because we yeah, had to get Thor back on Earth for Age of Ultron. Yeah, you didn't... Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Do, do you want to know the, the greatest thing to come from this movie? What is the greatest thing to come from this movie? Um, Tom's San Diego Comic-Con 2013 That's true. That's where true. Where he addressed Hall H as Loki. He wrote his speech himself because... We all know that Tom is a, a giant Loki nerd and he has like notebooks filled with head cannons. Um, and it was, if you have not seen it. So are you saying that Tom writes fanfic? Yes. I think you just did. Yes. Okay. I mean, like there's a post going around Tumblr and every time I see it, I laugh because it's like, okay, you know, Tom Hiddleston is the guy that wakes up in the middle of the night, calls Chris Hemsworth in a panic. Would Loki listen to Vivaldi? And Chris is like, Jesus, Tom, go to sleep. You know, Tom's Do you know that what guy. time it is in yes. Australia Do you right know now? What fucking time it is? Like Tom's that guy. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, but that that's probably the greatest thing to come from this movie was that promotion. If you so have not true. seen it, oh my god, it's all please it, Google it. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's a maze ball. He's he's one hundred percent in character until he breaks. Until he breaks for a minute, and then for he gets just back. a second. Yeah, because that was completely improvised. Yes, he did not go there. They brought him in secret. Yeah, because you know Zach, uh, Zachary Levi was was like, are you coming to? Are you are you coming to ComCon? He's like, yeah, no. He, he blackmailed him. He's like, no, and he was like, I will punch you in the dick if you if you come and don't yeah, tell me. Yeah, because he blackmailed him for Nerd HQ that year. Yes, yes. And there was dick punching threats. There was dick punching threats. Yes, yeah. yes. So as well yourself, there should have been. Do yourself a favor if you've not seen it. Um, please Google that. It's the 2013 San Diego Comic Con. Yes. All you have to do is get uh, is Google Hiddleston SDCC 2013 and it will it will come up. And if you're gonna go that far, you might as well go and find the Nerd HQ. Yes, that was talk a good, that he oh that did. was the Velociraptor year, wasn't it? Yes, that was the Velociraptor year. Yeah, yeah, it was a good year. Same year, it was a good year. It was a good year for Tom. It was uh, bad year for Thor. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think I, when I was watching it for the watching it with a podcaster's eye, right, right, this time. I think I realized my biggest problem with this movie is there's not enough emotional buildup for the payoff. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of really cute one-liners. Yeah. In, with, throughout the movie, which is cute. It's fun. Yeah. And was one of the complaints about the original Thor. There wasn't enough... Quippy. Fun. Yeah. Uh, but I think it broke up the emotional tension too much. Okay. Okay. So like that, the constant everybody lining up to kill Loki and to threaten him. Yes. If they if he and, betrayed Thor, that kind of stuff. Well, even during the final uh the final scene yeah. where uh they're on Earth and they're Darcy and the intern, they're trying to put the sticks in the ground and there was too much cutesy going on. So when Okay. Uh so when you get to the climax and the battle uh, with Malekith. And Jane Foster runs out, and she's trying to drag Thor from the ship falling over. I didn't care. Yeah. There was no... The emotional tension was broken so many times by all these one-line cutesy stuff. Yeah. There was no payoff. Okay. I can understand that. So, there was there was no payoff because the buildup was broken. I just don't think the story was where it needed yeah, to be. Yeah, the story kind of sucked, too. Well, and I know there were problems. Um, this was supposed to be directed by... Uh, Patty somebody. <laughs> okay. I can't remember. It, okay. was, it was supposed to be a lady director that Natalie Portman was super excited about. And then she left and Natalie Portman tried to leave, but she's under super mega Marvel contract. And so she was kind of unwillingly doing this film and I, that creates tension. Yeah. And the director who ended up directing it, which, which is who now? Uh, Alan Taylor. He was very vocal about he didn't like the end product. The studio well, jank he with yeah, what he, he said he said too much got changed in post production. This was not the movie he directed. Yeah. So, I wish they would have brought Kenneth Branagh back. He was going to, but he chose to go and do something else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me get find what it was. I can't remember what it was. I remember thinking, no, you should have done Thor. I can't remember what it was. Hold on. We know it was another Harry I'm, Potter I'm, movie. No, it was not. It was something else. Because I know the guy who played Fiendral yeah. was replaced by Zachary Levi because he went to go do uh, Once, Once Upon, Upon a Time. Time. Yeah, Josh Dallas. Which, 
exactly why I was supposed to do it in the first place. So, yeah. Okay, here we go. Blah, 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 blah. It was probably another Shakespeare thing. I'm just assuming. It just says withdrew from the project. Oh, okay. I went to Wikipedia and I thought it was in here. Let me see what he did. Patty around. Jenkins. That yeah, Patty Jenkins. Ryan Kirk, Patty Jenkins were considered to direct the film before Taylor was hired. He did what Macbeth did? in 2013, so that might have been what it was. But it was in 2012 that they started. Was when he was. They started directing. They started hiring. Yeah. So. But who knows? I I just. Huh. Although Heimdall was badass in it, and I was pretty sure I was pretty he was, jazzed about that. Even though Idris uh, complained about working conditions, he said the the reshoots he had to do were uh, very strenuous. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he kind of regrets signing the Marvel contract because he was not a fan of the green screen work. I know he, he was not. I know he wasn't in the first movie, and so this must have just been more of the same. So yeah. But I, yeah, I love he Heimdall, was, and I think he's great. Oh, I love, and I thought it was great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just when he jumped on the he on was that not ship, had the daggers out. I was like, yeah, man, you know he is super badass when he attacked a ship. Yeah, with knives. Yep, he brought knives to a ship battle and won because he brought it down and won. He did, yeah. which I uh, one thing that did strike me literally the, the this last time, and I, like I said, I've seen this many times. Um, because Loki girl, um, you literally crashed a ship on the Bifrost and did not break it. Thor can break it with Mew Mew. Just putting that in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So. Um, so we, we were talking about this a little bit at lunch before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um. Because you make me eat. Right. Um, so you said there's not, this isn't really a story no, arc in the, in the comics thor's choice of story story arcs to choose from are, are fairly limited he doesn't have the great big sweeping the yeah the 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 impact um as uh say uh uh, uh armor wars or civil war or something like that captain america yeah iron man their their story arcs are, are much bigger it's just that thor is such a huge part of those story arcs but his own story arcs outside of those yeah don't encompass earth yeah they're asgard yeah so uh it's they're 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 hard to there's not as much there to work with there's a struggle to constantly in the mcu tie him back to midgard right but uh a large part of uh this story arc is from uh curse okay uh with a k with a k hate it when they spell it wrong which is uh you'll see algram the strong he was the uh, malekith's boyfriend okay in this movie, he was the dude that he gave him the. After they came back, they were revived and came back. That he gave him the little red stone that he crushed. Yeah, yeah. That red and yellow mask is curse from the comics. That's straight from the com- That's okay. straight out of the comics. Okay. Um, but then it like fuses to him or whatever when he yeah. he does the thing but, when he hulks out. <laughs> yeah, but that that is that that's a storyline, um, which it is with Malekith, which uh, when they burn the side of Malekith's face. That mm-hmm. gives him more of the comic book look. He looks nothing like this in the comics. Okay. This is what he looks like. Oh. He's blue. Oh. And um, I bet you I bet you I know why they didn't do that. 
blue equal frost giant equal confusy. Uh-huh. Yep. But you see how the side of his this side of his face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um so there's that. But yeah, I mean he has to do with uh Curse and Malekith are buddies and they go chasing after um there's man your armament being called uh okay, a dark elf named Algrim the Strong. Okay. Uh, defended his ruler, Malekith the Accursed, from Thor when the Thunder God attempted to rescue Lorelei from capture. Don't ask me who Lorelei is. Okay. Malekith dropped both Thor and Algrim into a chasm toward uh, molten lava. While Thor escaped, Algrim was badly burned and la- left uh, amnesiac with nothing but vengeance against Thor in his mind. The near omnipotent, omnipotent, I did omnipotent. it. I did it. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> Just go great. with it. Go with it. Okay. Being called the Beyonder, curious about human desires, transformed Algrim into curse. Okay. So that whole the curse thing, <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but he healed his injuries, augmented his strength, and remodeled his armor. Curse wreaked havoc, searching for Thor in Manhattan, assisted by the junior super team Power Pack. Thor defeated Curse, re- reawakening his memories in the process. Curse realized it was Malekith, not, Mo- not Thor, who caused his fall and redirected his anger. At Thor's request, the Beyonder sent Curse to Hell. That's H-E-L. Yeah, that's, yeah. To find Malekith. That's one of the realms. Where Hela, the Asgardian death goddess, grew furious with Curse's rampage through her realm, who eventually found Makalith in Asgard and slew him. In retaliation, Hela cursed Thor that his bones became brittle, and yet he was prevented from dying from his injuries, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so uh, it was... Loki took his opportunity during this time to release the Midgard Serpent, which is what started Ragnarok. Boom. So that's why they use this story. And we know Ragnarok is coming. That's phase three. That is phase three. That is um, definitely coming out this November. Yeah. No, next. I thought it was this. Oh, it was in Strange is this November. Oh, fuck. It's 2017. My brain is yeah. broken. Oh, I, I, it's, I only know because I have the Marvel Phase 3 map in front of me. Right of you, in front of you right yeah. now. But we do know that Hela has been cast uh, uh, for well, Ragnarok. Hold on. Let me. Or Hela, we know Hela's in it. Yeah. I think that's Kate Blanchett, but let me double check. But Hela is definitely uh, been teased. Well, she's been teased. Let's put yes, it that way. She it's has Kate Blanchett. All right, yeah. She's been teased for Ragnarok. Which should be so super cool. I'm really excited about it. And that's how how that relates to this they're doing her character with the story and it's going to be it's totally theoretical at this point but that's why they chose this story between the thor origin story and, and loki's origin story which they created to do avengers but this right. is the gap this is the bridge between that movie and ragnarok okay so to get to ragnarok we had to get here yeah well we also had to get loki out of jail that's mostly the important mostly part. we had to get loki out of god jail um but the Curse story, uh, his first full appearance is in Power Pack number 18, which is uh, from January 1986. So that's okay. the beginning of his story there. Okay. So um, now there are prelude comics. For the film. For the film. It's called uh, Thor the Dark Word Prelude number one and two. They're from 2013. Right. So that's where that happened. Uh, Malekith uh, first appeared in Thor... Number 344, that's in 1984. That's just a couple of years before uh, Curse was introduced. Okay. So that at least gives you a starting point if yeah. you wanted to, to dig into the comics. But okay. th- there's not a whole lot else related. Um, while I'm on my comic list, at the very beginning, the prelude in the movie, 
uh, they talk about Bor. Yes. Which, if you remember when we talked about uh, Thor, yes. the movie Thor, uh, Odin is Odin Bor's son. Yes. He is son of Bor. Bor is this universe's Kronos. Yes. He is, he created. Father of the gods. Yeah, whatever. All that crap. Yeah. Um, he, uh, his first, he is actually in the comics. Okay. His first appearance was in Journey into Mystery number 97, which is in 1962. Um, but he is brought back to the land of the living by Loki in order to fight Thor with the hopes of Thor's banishment once Bor is killed. That is in Thor's number 600, 2009. Wow. So, uh, Bor is an actual character. He's, he's a comic book character. He's actually there. Yeah. Uh, but here's an interesting piece of trivia. Okay. That I, I thought was hilarious. Um, the stone creature that Thor fights in the, in the, in the beginning. Yeah. The big one that yeah. just throws the rock. Anyone else? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that creature is actually called a Cronin. It's an alien being that appeared in Thor's first very, it's Thor's first battle. Really? In his first comic. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's Journey to Mystery number 83 from 1962. Okay. That's pretty sweet. That's it's a reference that. to uh, an, an actual, his first, the first Aww. time you see Thor battling something. Wee baby Thor. Yeah. So that's cute. Okay. So that's, that's the comics. That's the best of the comics reference I came up with. Okay. Uh, for this movie. So it's good times. Um, there's a lot of talk about the nine realms. Yeah. Uh, they talk about the nine, realms, the nine realms, the nine realms, the nine realms. Um, so I just, uh, Oh, hold on. Let me see if I can name some of them. Okay. There are nine. How many can you name? Okay. Midgard, Asgard, Vanaheim, uh, Alfheim, Svartal. Who, who, who lives on Alfheim? Light elves. Okay. Svartalheim, <laughs> wherever the dark world is okay. and I can't pronounce it. Um, I'm looking at it and I can't pronounce it. Hell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. It's it's something with an N. There's an N. And it's the dwarf one, isn't it? Yes. I don't know. Niveller. Okay. That's all that's, I got. Because that's where um. Sif's hair came from, right? Oh, that's where uh. The hammer. Oh, Mew Mew was was forged. Okay, I so got that's six seven. Of them. No, you got seven. Oh, okay. You, you're giving me that one. Did you get Jodenheim? God damn it! No, I wasn't even thinking <laughs> about that. That's eight. Okay, what's the other one? Miss Missfilhim. Who lives there? Demons. Oh, <gasps> sweet. So, uh, to recap, <laughs> I'm gonna go in alphabetical order because I'm looking at it. Missfilhim is where the light elves okay live or from. Uh, Asgard is well, you know, Asgard full of Asgards. Yes. Hell is the realm of the dead who are neither honored Ooh. or dishonored. Right, because it's not Valhalla. It's ruled by Hela. But who, who is, is Hela? Hela? Who is Hela? Kate Blanchett. <sighs> Queen of the... No, who is Hela? From the thing you said? Who is her father? Uh, I forgot already. Loki. Oh, yeah. I gloss over the fact that Loki's <sighs> got like 50 kids. But it's from a different incarnation who died during a previous Ragnarok. He's got like horse children and snake children yeah. and like I But ignore. Daddy, I brought you a horse and then from he my own it, loins. And then he rode it in a battle. Yeah. 
So, uh, Grandpa. Yeah. Jotunheim is the home of the Frost Giants. Okay. Midgard. I, I forgot that one. Now, Midgard is not technically part of the Asgardian dimension. Uh huh. But it's considered one of the nine worlds because of its significant connections to Asgard. Oh. Mostly. Mostly just. Mostly Thor. And he wants to bone, yeah. like, Midgardians. Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, Misselheim is the home of the demons, which we've already talked about. Uh, Nivelu. Nid of dwarves. dwarves. Uh, it's a distinct region on the Asgard planetoid. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and this yeah. is the Marvel Nine Realms, correct? This is the comics. Okay, good. Because the yeah, actual this is, this is mythology comic. might be slightly yeah. different. This uh, and then Svartalfheim. Svartalfheim. Yeah, it's the Dark Worlds. I think it's the Green Planet. Yeah. And Vanaheim. Yeah. Uh, which is a sister race of the Asgardians. Right, and that's what we see at the beginning with Hulk. That's, that's where Hogan planet. is from. Hogan. Uh, yeah. But it's a it's another region on the Asgardian planetoid. Oh, okay. I did not so, know that. yeah, the dwarves, the Asgardians, and the Vanaheim all live on the same. Cool. Planetoid. So cool. now there are three other regions referred to as the Niflheim, okay. which is what you were thinking of. Yeah. The Niflheim is where the dishonored dead go. Ooh. Um, it's distinct. It's not, it's closely connected to hell, but it's not hell. Okay. The Valhalla. Valhalla. We all know about Valhalla, but that's another region on the Asgardian yeah. uh, planetoid. And then there's Haven, H E V E N. Oh, okay. Which is the 10th world and the home of the angels. Oh, that's nice. Uh, but it was cut off from the rest of Asgard by Odin and not rediscovered until the 2014 storyline of Original Sin. Because Odin's a dick. Yep. Odin continues to be a dick in this movie. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. So, so Hogan's not even Asgardian. Okay, I'm, I like I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's cool. It, but it felt very much like, hey, Hogan, we don't really have a lot to do with you. We don't want to keep track of you in this movie. So you're going to stay at home well, at the very beginning. And I was like, all right. Yeah, but neither Sif really wasn't in it. No. Neither was uh, Volstag, Volstag and or, Frandy. Yeah, they weren't really. They just they almost had like cameos. Yeah. So yeah. Frigga. Okay. Mama Frigga did not need to die. No. That was for the sake of man pain. Yes, and I did not like it. I know. I, I know. did. Because. Like, she, to me, like, I, okay, you can call me super naive, and I'm sure some people will. I think Loki's on a redemption arc. Um, Because now that we found out in Age of Ultron that his staff was the Mind Stone, mm -hmm. I think Thanos was controlling him with it. He was wielding it, but I think he was being controlled. So Bless your I heart. Know, I know. Bless like, your heart. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm. You do realize Loki is a villain, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, so is Bucky. He was brainwashed. Okay, see, I know. I have proof. I know you do, and but you have more <laughs> proof than I do. But like, so I'm. I would like to think that you know all the stuff in the Avengers was because he was manipulated by Thanos. If we assume that You're to be true, not completely wrong, right? So if we assume that to be true, I saw Frigga as the path to bringing him back to not crazy town. Okay, and then we go ahead and kill her. And now yeah. Loki's sitting on the throne at the end of the movie, and we're not really sure. We're like, did you kill your dad? Did your dad just die? And you were like, you know, I could be king. Okay, let's talk about, is Odin dead? 
I think Odin is dead. According to Anthony Hopkins. Who was so done with this by the time he was done with this. A lot of people were done with this by the time they were done with this. Yeah. Um, according to him, Odin's dead. Yes. I think mostly he just doesn't ever want to come back. Right. Um, I tend to think else. Odin is dead. I, the whole thing is, did Odin die and Loki took his place or did Loki kill him? Because I thought it was curious that at the very end, because I watched it very closely, Loki as Odin, before we realize that it's, o- that it's Loki, mm-hmm. says, oh, well, I'm greeting, I'm greeting the new king of Asgard, da 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 and he keeps referring to Thor as the new king, and Thor's like, well, well, slow your roll, Dad. I don't want this. Well, so it had always been the plan once Thor was done putting the nine realms at peace that he would be the after king. Um, the the Bifrost was put back together, right? Because the Bifrost was broken, things went to hell. They fixed it. Thor had to go put everything right back together. So when he got back, the whole plan was always for him to take over because he had already been named king. But I, but I thought it was weird that Loki Loki as Odin continually referred to it. True. But he had to play the role. Yeah. So. So I, I guess I just, we have missing information and my naive little Loki loving heart would like to think that this is leading you. to a redemption arc. Yeah. Because of the whole self-sacrifice thing. He, you know, we thought, we thought he betrayed Thor, but he really didn't. That whole that whole business. Yeah. Plus, everybody loves Loki. Everybody fucking <laughs> loves Loki. Loki was not supposed to be the villain in Avengers, but he was so popular that they really had. Yeah, no he choice. was supp- at the end of. He was supposed to be done at the end of the first Thor movie. Mm-hmm. That was it. He was the he was the bad guy for that movie, and um, they well, were no, move no, on. It, no, 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 no. They put him in Thor because they needed him for Avengers. Um. But he was supposed to be done in Avengers. Yeah. That's what it was. He was only supposed to do the two movies. Because yeah. they introduced him in Thor so they could have him in... Because he's so he the central the part of the Avengers. Yeah. So he could, they needed him. Because that's the Avengers origin story. They needed Loki for that reason. Right. Um, but he was supposed to be done at the end of Avengers. Nuh-uh. Thor, Ra- Thor uh, The Dark World was not supposed to have Loki in it. But it did. Because he's fabulous. But it did. And everybody loves so... him. So... I'm not a Loki girl or anything. No. So traditionally when we do these movies, we uh-huh. usually go through the cast and then discuss yeah. each character. So um, so we've already talked about the prelude and all that st- and the random stuff kind of yeah. comic booky, but around it. Um, yeah. I don't know if we actually, well, we talked about that it was directed by Alan Taylor. The screenplay was written by Christopher Yost, Christopher Marcus, and Stephen McFreely. They're all... Marvel, uh, oh yeah, adjacent associate uh, people. F- Feely is it Freely or Feely? Feely, Feely, and I always want to Freely it. I always want to f- say Feely because it's F E L F E L Y. Yeah, which is Feely to me. Yeah, Chris Bermett Feely and um, Marcus are the Cap guys. Yes, those are the two that have done yes. all of the Cap movies. Yes, and uh, they're also working on Infinity Wars. Yes, uh, and they also created Agent Carter. Yes, they did indeed. And screenwriters of Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. That's Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Yeah. Fee- I love them. So I think they laid um, a stinker with this one, though. Now, Christopher Yost. But like you said, they didn't have a lot of material to work with. Yeah, they just had what they had. Uh, 
He, uh, Christopher Yost, is better known as the head writer for the Marvel Comics animated series. Okay. Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Okay. Um, I see that advertised. And he's also co-writer of uh, X-23, X-23 Innocence Lost, S-23 Target, New X-Men, X-Force, Scarlet Spider. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, this is the only MCU. Credit of his? Credit of his. So. Okay. So we can just blame him. That's cool. We'll, we'll just blame him. So so that's our writers, uh, writer-directors. So, uh, Thor. Mr. Chris Hemsworth himself. My precious pancake of a giant son. Yeah. He, uh, how do you feel he did in this? I think he did fine with what he was given. With what he was given. I mean, I think he does a really good job with Thor. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Loki. Um, he, he, he is Thor as much as Tom Hiddleston is Loki. He is, absolutely. He and is. I like, Tom is such a dork. He continually refers to this man as his brother from another mother, like completely unironically. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, because he's such a giant nerd. Um, but I love Chris. I think he's great. Um, I enjoyed the gratuitous shirtless scene. Yeah, I was a little like the more I watch it though, the more I'm like, you just like joined battle for God knows how long. I think you need more than just a little towel bath in a basin. <laughs> like I believe you need to be fully immersed because sure. I'm pretty sure you're funky right now. So yeah. I think he did a good job with what he was given. He is He's a great Thor. He really is. And he's always played Thor really well. So I think he did a solid job. I mean. Again with what he was given. Yeah. Um, um, I will say I enjoyed his. Um, like I, it didn't bother me in Thor until after I saw Chris as Thor in other movies. But if you go back to Thor, his beard looks so blonde. Yeah. It's almost like they dyed it. Mm-hmm. And in this, he looks more earthy. Um, he's yeah. got the longer hair. It's he's more got natural. The, he's got the braids in the hair. Um, his scruff's not quite as neatly and neat now, trim. He, he grew his hair out for this one. He did grow. He grew his hair out for like a year and a half, I think, for this. For um, this one, yeah. Tom could not. Tom's original Loki hair, because of course you need to know this. Um, the Loki hair in Thor, the first one, is his. Yes. Everything after that has been wigs. And I did not enjoy the Loki hair in this movie. It looks stringy and greasy and yeah. gross. I was not a fan. <laughs> I know many of the Loki fangirls enjoy the longer hair, and that's great. But length I doesn't do not. make it better. Um, no. Yeah, the chemistry between Chris and Tom. It's great. They're one. They're they're Those great two together. play off of each other so well. They do. They do. And so I think those are the bits that worked. So, uh, so I guess we just go ahead and Tom yeah. was great in this film with <sighs> what he had to work with. His um, Captain America impression. Because because that's the thing. Like the because that's capsep that's capception. The final cut of the movie is actually Chris Chris Evans doing. Yes. But they filmed. Tom in the suit. Yes, they did. And then They're, Chris impersonated time Tom impersonating Cap as Loki. Yep. And it's so, out there. Yeah, it's YouTube out there. It. It, YouTube it, it, it. It's it was, out there. I think an ext- uh, special feature on the DVD, but yeah, it is it is worth seeing because Tom was so excited that he got to wear the Captain America costume. They had to make it so skinny for him, I'm sure. Because yeah. he's so little. Yeah. And Chris Evans is not. Nope. Chris Evans is a Dorito-shaped is human. Dorito. <laughs> um, then it, it, it begs the, the to point, if we're going to talk about that scene, we need to point out that the Asgardian guard 
that he morphs into in that same scene yes is the exact same one he uses when he goes to tell odin that loki's dead yep Hey, Dad, I'm dead. And I didn't notice that for like many, many, many watches. I, only, I was only because it's in the trivia section. I caught on a couple months ago and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's the same guy. I'm the so. kind of person that needs to see a movie 10 times before I'm like, hold the phone. I noticed a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Natalie Portman as okay. Jane Foster. I have a little bit of a problem with the way Jane's written, not how she's performed. Because I think Natalie's great. Natalie's a wonderful actress. Yes, she is. Um, I think she makes Jane cute and adorable, and I just wish Jane Foster had a little bit more meat to her, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think she's good. I mean, the whole Seabass, 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 Seabass is cute. Yeah, that was cute. And the parts that she she played and she was cute, but I just wish they could have given her character a little more to do. Yeah. Because there's the... the there's the scene with her and Darcy and the kids in the warehouse and or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, which was great. But then once she gets infused with the ether and then Thor has to start rescuing her, she it's like she has nothing to do the rest of the film. Yeah. She's just there. Frigga has to rescue her. Thor has to rescue her. Loki has to rescue her. I'm like, it's constant. Yeah. Yeah. And the, through the whole move, through the middle meat of the movie, and then at the end, she's there again. Yeah. And it's like, where were you for the last hour? Yeah. So it's it's like they took her character away from her. Yeah. They just made her an ether de- uh, delivery box. Although I did really like the moment where she is, just after she's gotten to Asgard, and she's like, is this um, is this a quantum field generator? And she, and and because uh, I know I know the woman's name. It's Air. Uh, she's the she's the healer lady. Um, I'm a nerd. Uh, and she's like, no. Welcome to our podcast. She's like, no, it's a soul forge. And she's like, oh, does it transfer molecular energy from one place to the other? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, it's a quantum field generator. Like, that's the kind of stuff that's really. And Thor just loves her for it. I know. Thor just gives this look like, oh, Aww. it's my science, baby. Um, but like, I. Oh, you sound like Bruce Banner. Yeah. It's just, it's like when, when she kind of hits Thor when he first shows back up again and she's like, oh, I just wanted to make sure you were real. That feels... And then she hits him again because she's pissed. Forced? Yeah. That's the kind of forced stuff. Rather than talk, they made her kind of tropey. Yeah. Because she should have actually been like, let's have a real conversation. Because I, I would like to have, t- to have seen that conversation more than we got of, hey, you know you were here in New York and da-da-da-da-da. Like, I would have liked him... Because part of part of the one of the pieces I like in the Avengers is when we see a picture of Jane on the screen and Coulson says, "Oh, by the way, as soon as Loki popped back up again, we offer Jane a very lucrative." Uh, we moved her. We moved her basically to this really remote outpost, so she's like in, safe. It was like Iceland or Greenland yeah. or somewhere. And so, like, really I would have yeah. liked Thor to be like, you know, you were moved for a reason. We were protecting you. Yeah. I would have liked that instead of just like, yeah, no, I showed up in New York and then I left and it was fine. Well, he left and he said the Bifrost was broken. Yeah. She's like, far as reason, that's not bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> but we traveled by Tesseract. So, like, I don't know. I do think her talents were wasted. Yeah, because I think uh, Natalie's a great actress. She is. She could have done a lot better. But I think her fighting the contract had a lot to do with it, too. Yeah, and she, from everything I've I've heard, she was just deeply unhappy with the way this movie went. Uh, so then that moves us on to Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Odin is a giant bag of dicks. He is, but Anthony Hopkins plays it well. Yes, he does. He plays a very good bag of dicks. He does. But Odin is a bag of dicks. Yes. Um, and and I love, like, I thought the scene between him and Loki was great at the beginning. 
And of course, Loki's a little shit about it because Loki is a little shit. Um, and he's like, he makes a really good point. Like, he's like, I'm sorry. I want to talk about that scene later. You, you groomed me. You led me my entire life. Oh, fuck telling, yeah, he did. Telling me that I was meant to be a king. And then Odin goes off and he's like, oh, you were going to freeze if I didn't take you. And I'm like, you know, that's the thing. Like, he always could have raised the boys with, now, you know, Thor is meant to be king because he's older. And he still could have, like, instilled those kind of, like, loyalty, uh, those royalty lessons in Loki without constantly being like, and you're meant to be a king, too. And you're meant to be a king, too. Because, like, Odin seriously fucked Loki up. Bad, yeah, he did. Bad, yes. poor parenting. He, it was poor parent. It really was. It was yeah. bad. But... But Anthony plays that character well. Beautifully. Because it's Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, it's Sir Anthony. <laughs> really? Uh, and they call him Tony and it just... Every that hurts time, me. Every that time hurts I me hear so much. Anybody like, oh, well, when Tony was on set, I'm like... So yeah. much. Uh, uh. So can we talk about Stellan Skarsgård? Because I just like saying Stellan Skarsgård. I love him so much. Because he I can say... Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. As you. Eric Selvig. I love him. Love him so, so much. And I found out the best fact Yes, last you did. Night. And you texted me. I couldn't hold it. Yes. The scene where Stellan Skarsgård is running around naked in Stonehenge. It actually is Stonehenge. Is actually Stonehenge and is actually Stellan Skarsgård running around basically naked. Yep. He's got one of those banana Stonehenge. hammocks on. Yeah. And yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really him. I think and he's great. I watched that scene with new respect now. Yeah. So, okay. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with this because I loved what they did. Do you with have a problem with him? No pants? No. Like, he can wear, he can not wear pants. That's okay. Um, it's the whole Eric Selvig went crazy after Loki was in his head business because I do like the fact that there are consequences from Avengers. Yes. That was cool. I was fine with that. Like, I feel, I feel really bad for Eric Selvig that he's banana balls um but we saw none of that from clint barton that was an improvised line by I the know. way i love her i love kat dennings we'll get to her yes but we like, will she's in the list there were no such repercussions for clint barton true natasha but, knocked him out but in avengers and he was good to go after that but clint has the training from shield that eric does not eric true. is a civilian true so you think that had something to do I with think it that had something to do with it okay because I just feel like, like, I thought we got past this, and clearly Selvig is still well, struggling. That and, and, and Clint's going to have people like Natasha. That's true. And his fake wife and kids. Yeah. Uh, by his side. Yeah, his life model to help decoy him, family. Yes, to help him get through shit like, because, uh, what was it when he's, do you know what, he said in Avengers, do you know what it's like to be, and she's like, so you, like know you know that I, know I do. I do. <sighs> so, you that know. That was such a shippy moment. I don't know where people would think that ever they those two could end up together in what universe. Oh wait, the Marvel one. Read the comics. Yeah. Anyway, um So you think it, that had more to do with it than than anything? I, or it's a you it's know me, as I'm, plausible an explanation as I'm gonna any. play devil's advocate whenever I get the chance. That's and true. That makes logical sense to me. Okay. Okay. Uh but so. I but I think Stellan's great and I would love to Stellan see him. as Eric Selvig is one of my favorite I characters. I would love to see him included more because I think he's great. Uh, so that, so then we need to move on to Eldris. Eldris? Eldris. Idris? I put, I put Idris and Elba together. Oh, okay. That is one word now. <laughs> he is now like Madonna. He's yes. Eldris. <laughs> um, wow. I adore Idris. And that's last name, first name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I adore Idris Elba, and I think he's great as Heimdall. And I'm glad he got a little bit more to do in yes, this. Yes, much bigger role in this one. Um, because I think he's I think he's wonderful, and um, we're gonna see he cropped back up again in Age of Ultron briefly, briefly, very briefly. Yeah. So I, I I love Idris, and Idris can which be, bugged me because he didn't have the gold eyes. Yeah, and it was like this is all wrong. I don't like it. Yeah, put it back. Put that thing back where it came from. Or so help. Or so help me. <laughs> bum, uh, bum, bum. So. Christopher Eccleston. Okay. As Michaelith. Okay. When. Okay. I. He's your doctor. He is the. He is my doctor. For someone who does not watch Doctor Who. He is your doctor. He is my doctor. Yes. Um, that's purely from Tumblr. He is. He is and one of my babies because he was the ninth doctor on Doctor Who. And I actually watched Doctor Who. I, the, the one and only episode of Doctor Who that I have ever watched. It was, was a nine, a nine. episode. It yep. was Rose. Yep. Which still. Don't me. skip nine. Do not skip nine. If you if you want to if you want to go, he's in one on season. Doctor Who. Do not skip nine. He's one season. You can do it. Yes, you can do it. It's like skipping the first three seasons of Supernatural just, just to do get the it. cast. Yes, just you need do to. It. You will not. You will understand nothing. Yeah. But when I found out that he was now, my love for him is purely from Tumblr, and I think one of the reasons I love him so much is because he is the least cared for. Yeah. Of the new, you're like he's mine. He's the underdog. He's yeah. mine. Yeah. I have claimed him. Um, when I found out he was cast in this film, I was so excited to see him in something not Doctor Who. Something yeah. big. Yeah. I was so he's excited. he's a great actor. But the thing is, you don't ever see him. Yeah, he's so prosthetic He's so under all that stuff that you can't even, you don't even know it's him. It's like... Um, Loffy. Oscar Isaac in Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. You know it's him, but you can't see you, it. It's like if you squint right, and you can and if hear you it listen voice, really well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I was so excited, but it just, it just, it kind of fell flat for me. I don't think they, again, I, I, I don't think they built his character enough. Exactly. Again, I go back to like, I really don't understand why he wanted to undo everything and bring back the darkness. Like, I don't know what that does for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're the dark elves, but that wasn't enough of a motivation for me. So again, I think the story failed us, not the actors. What we don't know is that he's lost his wife and his children, and he's returning for revenge. Okay, that's not that's not explained in the movie. That's but, not. But it would have given us motivation. It would have given us it much more trophy, motivation. Yeah, but it would have been motivation. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. 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 So anyway, I, again, I think he did fine with what he had, yeah. but they didn't really give him a whole lot. No, they didn't. Um, Not, especially compared to, if you look at it purely from the standpoint of, okay, the villain in Thor 1 was Loki. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, if you look at it, if you compare it like that, there's, there, it's no contest as far as, like, the information we were given. And I think that's, that's a little sad. It is. Okay, uh, the guy who plays... I know, I'm looking his name, so... I, I, right I knew you were going to pronounce it I knew you me. were going to Sturgle. Um, I know it's Adewale. Um, it's right here. I, I have it. Okay, you have it too. Okay. And he has been in all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm not going to attempt the last name because I know I'm going to be bad at it. He has been in so much stuff. Um, He's he was, that guy that's in stuff. He was in Mummy Returns. He was in Game of Thrones. He was uh, in Lost. He was uh, he was in two episodes in season five of Game of Thrones. He was in Lost. That's where I know. That's where I first noticed him from. Um, he's been in a just a metric butt ton of stuff. Uh, he was in Oz. He was in Lost. He was in Born Identity. Uh, knowing is half the battle. 
Uh, <laughs> he is also in the upcoming Suicide Squad as Killer Croc. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Talk about obscured by CGI. I know, right? Yeah, he was all, he's all CGI pretty much Yeah. in this movie. Uh, he did... I am um, glad we got to see him pre-curse, though, so we... Yes. Like, I know it's that actor. Yes. So I felt a little better about that. You that felt, I felt more connected to him... Than Malachi. Than Malachi, yeah. So uh, he sat through three hours of prosthetics. Wow. His outfit weighed around 40 pounds. Wow. Uh, he's quoted as saying, I'm sure there'll be a certain amount of CGI, but a good 80% of me in that suit. Okay. Cool. Cool. So. I thought he did fine. He did. He was, he, he was pure rage. I just. But see, I can respect that. Yeah, I can too. I just, I guess I just wanted to know more about the dark elves and what made them tick because the explanation we got, I was like, I still don't understand why you want to destroy everything because doesn't that destroy you too? He wanted the Aether. Yeah. He wanted to control the Aether. He wanted to destroy Asgard. Yeah. He had well, a, he didn't issue with the Asgard. Lots of people wanted to destroy so. Asgard. Yeah. It's st- yeah. His motivations were still very nebulous. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, like Loki, so, I got. I understood. Yeah. His well, his motivations have always been throne, throne, dad throne, sucks. throne, throne. He's he's got daddy issues. Oh, so many. So, uh, can we just agree? That Kat Dennings, as Darcy Lewis, is the best thing about this film. She is. And Hands she's, down. She's amazeballs, and I love her, and she's precious. She's not banana balls. She's not banana she's balls. She's not banana balls. Uh, I love her. She is so movie only. This is so her canon. So, I did hear, and, and I think at this point it's a rumor, but I've heard on Tumblr people make uh, references to the fact that she will not be in Ragnarok. Probably not. Well, she's also... She because does, we know Jane's uh, not going to be in Ragnarok. No, she's so. not. There's no reason for her to be in Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok's going... And I'm assuming, pure theorizing, that Ragnarok's going to be Asgard. Yeah. I don't know how much about Earth. Banner's going to be in it. Well, he can go to Asgard and not that's be on true. Earth. I don't know. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's, that's going to be weird. Um, so. so that that's why I think... I wish they would have developed Darcy a little bit more and maybe attached her to shield or something to where we could have an excuse to have her. That's not tied to Jane. Yeah, I would, I would, but she also uh, has the two broke girls TV series that she's very, very tied up into. She does. So that contract may be keeping her maybe from being in any, but I love Kat Dennings. I think she's, I think she's wonderful. I love her so much. Her, the, her delivery as Darcy is priceless. And I, I really like her and Thor together because... How space. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, she tased him and he was totally cool with it. Like, later he's like, yep, okay, that's fine. That's the thing that happened. Well, and she asks him how space is and he's and just he's like, space, space is, is good. Fine. And she's like, still all muscly, I see. You know, I just, I really... I love their relationship. I think it's, it's great. Cool. Yeah. Because he knows he's not in space. But yet, you know, that's what she's equated it to. So he's he's just going to move past it. He didn't have to he didn't have to mansplain her. No. So, you know. No. So, uh so we had the Warriors 3. Yeah. Once again, um Ray Stevenson came back as Volstagg. Yep. Zachary Levi uh was Fandrill this time. He was actually originally supposed to be. Right. And then but, he couldn't but then because he couldn't. of Chuck, I think. But then uh Joshua Dallas Right. Couldn't because of Couldn't once because upon a time. of once upon a time. So they got Zach. So yeah, it was Chuck that um, got him out, which Chuck was pretty successful. Yeah, it was. For him, and he still gives away Chucks. Yeah, he does. 
He's a precious man. He, uh, if you don't know, Chuck, uh, Chuck, oh God. Zach. Zachary Levi is uh, one of the founders and head dudes in charge of Nerd HQ. Yeah. Which is at San Diego Comic-Con, and they raise a lot of money for surgeries for children with uh, cleft palates. Yeah. They raise tons of money. Yeah. Him and um, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion's all over it. it too. Uh, so, so that's that's the interview that John you mentioned earlier. Tom Hiddleston was at uh, Nerd HQ in 2013, 2013. and, um, and did was, Velociraptor was sold out in like an hour. Yeah, yeah. those seats are like twenty five dollars a. It's like yeah, because it's raising money. Yeah. It's like $25 a seat. And that stadium doesn't hold but a few hundred people. No, and th- those are some of the best Comic-Con moments is Nerd HQ. Nerd HQ that is some good interviews. Nerd HQ is the one part of San Diego Comic-Con I always look forward to. Yeah. Without a doubt. It is yeah. the one thing I need. I sit th- I'll sit there and watch it live, and I'll watch it again. And I'll bookmark it, and I'll text you about it. And then you'll then we'll and watch then it cry. when I come over. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And I love it so, so much. So Zach, Zach, I think, is precious. Um, I think he does a great job with Frandy. And, well, he's there for all of, like, five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but uh, he does compare Fandrill to uh, Ryder. <laughs> Flynn Ryder. <laughs> Flynn Ryder, yeah, yeah. He does. <laughs> Entangled, he does. He can, He's like, yeah, he's, he's the same character. It's fine. So, uh and then we see Hogan for like two seconds. Yeah. And I honestly like it. And Which he's never been much of a talker though. He really hasn't either. But like at the even seeing it the first time, it felt very much like, okay, I've got too many people in place. So you go stay with your family after the first battle. Well, when they, they took us to Vanaheim, um, when we land on, land on Vanaheim and the race of the people there, mm-hmm. you immediately think Hogan. Yeah. So how do we feel about that kind of casting? Now, we talked about this earlier at lunch today. We talked about how there are a lot more people of color in this film than there are in any other Marvel movies. Yes. There are people of color who are as guardians all over the place. Guards, peasants. Well, peasants for lack of a better word. The Dark Elves. Yeah. As guardians, they're different they're good mix yeah, of actors. Yeah. I, th- I think so. Um, I was okay with it. I mean. I think they needed it. I think they really wanted you to know this was Hogan's home. Home. Yeah. Different. Um, it's separate from Asgard. Yeah. Not necessarily that it's, you know, it's just that he's not of Asgard. So it makes sense for him not to go back there after the battle. And they, but at least they did explain to us where he was. At least there was that. So there I'll, was that. I'll take what I can get. Um, and that battle there was fun. That was probably my favorite battle. Yeah. The other battles just, there's again, those comedic cuts just really yeah. broke it up too much for me. Uh, Sif. Yeah. With a ridiculously tiny shield. That shield always bothers me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so tiny. I wish she could like shake it and it expand or some shit. Yeah. It's so little. Yeah. Um, I think the love triangle that was pushed into this, yeah. but, the, but again, and it was open that pushing love, it. But that love triangle actually exists in the comics. It does. It does. Him I don't Sif like love really, triangles, though. I know, but him and Sif really were engaged for like a long time. He ended up as Donald Blake and met Jane Foster or whatever. Yeah, see our Thor podcast to explain that hot yes, mess. Absolutely. Yeah, so much of a hot mess. Um, but yeah, well, Odin was poo-pooing on Jane Foster. Oh, she's just a human. Well, yeah. Odin's an asshole. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. So, but I feel like... He compared her to character... a goat at one point. I mean, for the love of God. 
Got another piece of trivia about that later, too. Okay. When, when we get to trivia. Okay. But I feel like the character Sif um, handled herself uh, yeah, I didn't, honorably. I didn't see Sif as this... When, scorned. when is Thor gonna love me? And I, yeah, she wasn't the unrequited. The, she love, wasn't no. the tropey scorned woman. No, she didn't. Um, she wasn't antagonistic toward Jane, and she had several opportunities to get Jane. And alone. there were scenes where they just looked at each other, but when it came to it, she was right there but like to help when she, out. When she came to pull Jane out for the for the plan, like at that, they were alone, and she could have said something to Jane without Thor being there. Mm-hmm. But they but didn't she go respected there. Thor. So I. So I did like that. Like, I'll take and, that. And she never attempted to get Thor's attention. No, she never attempted to drive a wedge between them no. or anything. It was like, I am here. I am one of your friends and warriors. Let's get this shit yep. done. And I think Jamie Alexander does such a great job. She's adorable. Uh, with her. And she's guest starred on Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Shield. which I thought she, we were going to get her again this season. I thought and we she, were told we never, that, too. And then, yeah. yeah. And then we didn't. Uh, she actually uh, got pretty hurt. Uh, yeah on set she janked up her shoulder her back she? her back she slipped and um chipped 11 of her vertebrae knocked her shoulder out of place Holy hell tore her rumbled rumboiled boyd rumboid damn damn son. uh and it took her out of filming for like a month wow yeah she fucked she done fucked up yeah yeah so uh which is probably why she's not I wish I could have had more of her. I want more Frigga. I wanted more Frigga. So much more Frigga. Because Renee I think, Russo. I think the relationship between Frigga and Loki is so interesting because clearly Loki is mama's boy and Thor was more like his father. And what what kills me though is I would have loved it addressed at some point. Like, Loki could have said something to Odin in that first scene about, like, you know what? Mom's the only one that really loved me. And it could have been a nice moment for Odin to be like, just because Thor's more like me doesn't mean I loved you any less or anything like that. But no, we get like, Yeah. I just, I fucking hate Odin. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you're supposed to. But yeah, I I love Or not, I couldn't stand him. I loved that we got more Mama Frigga this time, but Mm -hmm. then we killed her. And I think yeah, it was unnecessary. Yeah, I hate that she died. Because she kind of turned out to be a badass in her own right. Yeah, to die for the man pain was just... Yeah. The motivation of <sighs> Although it was just... her funeral scene was... Oh, is probably... Okay, when I keep, when I keep talking about emotional payoff, mm-hmm. from the time of her death to the time of her funeral scene, there was not a single comedic quip. Mm-hmm. Not one. So the emotional payoff... Okay, I can understand When that. they released the... There was an emotional payoff when they released the, the and globes, we see her and you see her float off into to the, the waterfall or yeah. whatever. Um, it was so much there that that was an emotional release that I was looking the, for yeah. at the end of the film, and I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. You know me, I like my angst. I know you give do. me too much fluff in the middle of my angst, and it just ruins it. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> give me my rabbit with teeth, okay? So, um. But I adored her. I had so much more of her. Yeah. Uh, in this film. And I, and just, I love that she's like, uh, come on now, Loki. That's bullshit. Because all he's doing is lashing out. But when she's calling him on his bullshit, bullshit in the cell, it's not her. No. But it's her illusion. It is her illusion, but it's not. 
But see, huh. okay, that's that. I'm glad you brought that up because I do have a question for you because I flip flop back and forth. Okay. okay, Loki learned his magic from Frigga. Yes. Therefore, I think I see. I think I know where you're going. Is and that I like it? Was that Loki having a therapy session with his fake mom, or was that her projecting an illusion because she can't be in the cell with him? Was the illusion hers or was the illusion his? Yes. Never thought about that before. I can see it both ways because I've watched this several times and I flip back and forth is, is Loki okay. giving self-therapy or is that really Mama Frigga trying to talk to him and the only way, because let's face it, Odin's not going to let her in the cell, mm-hmm. but she can project herself into it and they can have a chat. That's an interesting, because that, that explains, because when I, when I rewatched this last night and she's talking, when she says, am I not your mother? I'm like, this, he's saying this to himself. That just seems weird. Yeah, just, I, I think it was her. No, it just this is. I don't feel like this is something that his self consciousness. I don't know that he'd be that honest himself. with himself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. I thought that explains it a little bit. Though, that maybe it was her projecting herself to him. Yeah, behind because she has back. magic. Yeah, as we see, and and that's the thing. I think that was laying the groundwork for the scene where she does die, where she does project um, Jane. Yeah, because at the beginning of that scene, she watches Jane run across the room awfully closely. Like, she's... Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I need to be able to... Um, Interesting. To uh, redisplay huh. this. Interesting. And Loki is known for his illusions. Yeah. But so is she. That's true, because she is where he learned his magic from. Yep. He's a mama's boy. He so is. And that's okay. I know. Uh, so. But I, I, I don't like that like technically we got to see loki's reaction when thor finally who thor finally three movies in finally is has a way to see see that there's an illusion um Hmm. but we see loki like he's destroyed his cell he's stepped on berries and as we thought his foot was bleeding like tumblr in 2013 was a weird time um yeah it was (laughs) and i just stepped into it yeah it was kind of scary um but like i and I'm not an angst person, but I kind of would have loved to hear, to see the moment Loki finds out his mom's dead. I think that would have been very like. But we did see them. No, we saw his aftermath. But we did not see him receive the news. No, a guard walked up to him. Did we? There was, a, there was an Asgardian guard. He's sitting there and it's close up on Loki reading <gasps> the book. Did. And the guard walks up. You, it's inaudible. Yeah. And it's right after uh, we didn't she's hear dead. It, but she we dies. Saw it. Oh, you're right. You're right. The guard walks up, says something. Loki mm-hmm. nods, and the guy walks away. Mm-hmm. And then we see him I guess I wanted in the more. cell, and we see him yell. I always want more Loki. Well, but that's understandable. But we did that's see true. that moment. So I think you just kind of blocked it out. I think I, I <laughs> actually, I think I probably did. Let's let's face it. Yeah, so it was. It was the angsty bit. I blocked it out. Yeah, there was a lot of other characters. Uh, Chris Evans was in it. Uh, Alice Creege plays Air. Yep. Um, well, I thought she was a great little bitch. She was. Chris, <laughs> Chris O'Dowd was uh, I the suitor. Really like Chris O'Dowd. I was. I was happy to see him in this. Uh, Jonathan Howard plays the intern, or the intern's intern. <laughs> the intern's intern. Uh, Tony Curran plays Boar. I I love him because he's been in a lot of uncredited stuff. He had a really teeny tiny part in X Men First Class. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in a lot of cool stuff. I know him from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He was the Invisible Man. 
Yeah, he was. And I know that movie's super cheesy, and Alan Moore hated that adaptation, which Alan Moore hates every adaptation of his movies or of his comics. But I love Leave They're Extraordinary doing another, Gentlemen. They're doing another. Man, that's a go-to. Oh, it's great. That's a go-to it's movie. It's so cheese balls, but it's I love so it. It's so awful. But I love Dorian Gray. Yeah. So, of course, I yeah. love, of course. Um, but I also love Sean Connery. Um, yeah. And the Mina. <gasps> that was mm-hmm. the best Mina I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. So, and I've seen a lot of Minas. So, yes, you have. So, yeah, there's a lot of supporting cast and whatnot. So, um, I want to take this moment. Okay. To talk to our listeners a little bit. Okay. And let them know uh, this is the MCU podcast. Yeah, it is. And we are recording. This is the Dark World, and uh, soon we'll be doing Winter Soldier. Yeah. And that's coming up. Uh, and then Guardians. And then, then we're caught up with. And then we're caught up until Doctor Strange comes out. But I will say it was really cool because um, on our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast, we, we solicited Civil War feedback from our listeners. And we got it. And we got it. And I think it made it it made it a hella long podcast. But um, I think it made it so much better. It made it more enjoyable. So what I yep. would just like to remind our listeners of is I think we should probably do what we did last time. Uh, it was out two weekends before we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives you guys, you know, not quite two weeks, but like a week and then a little a little spare change to go see the new Marvel movie and give us feedback before we record because... I loved hearing and and inevitably like I come into this going okay I want to make this point I want to talk about this and then I'm just like Loki's pretty (laughs) Um, so the feedback kind of reins us into go oh yeah we wanted to talk about that yeah so I think the feedback was is really cool and we have some that we're going to different perspective too. yeah we have some we're going to go through later so um so keep in mind uh like Johnny said we do have dark world feedback yeah uh winter soldiers coming up um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, you got to give us feedback because otherwise it's going to be an hour of Johnny crying about Bucky. <laughs> Bucky. I mean, like an hour of that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Guardians or, of the Galaxy. Or it's just you with Loki, but backwards. <laughs> but Bucky. Exactly. But Bucky. Exactly. But he was brainwashed. I know he was. Okay. I know he was, babe. Okay. I know. All right. All right. As long as you um, know. So, yeah. So, Winter Soldier and then Guardians of the Galaxy. So, send us your feedback in. You can email us at uh, randomteapodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at randomteacasts. Uh, or on Tumblr at randomteapodcasts.tumblr.com. And then there's Facebook at facebook.com slash randomteapodcasts. Yep. Um, or you can just go to the website and you can find all that crap and not have to remember it at randomtpodcast.com. Yes. And while you're at our website, check out our uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. Hell yeah. We've got season three out there. We plan on doing season one over the summer. Yeah. Um, but you can also find our Agent Carter. Yeah. Uh, podcast out there for the for both seasons, which sadly she won't be coming back unless Netflix picks her up, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Um, so yeah. those are out there. Um, we have had people ask us whether or not we plan on doing the Netflix series. Yeah. Currently, we do not have plans for that. We're yeah. very Marvel heavy as it is. We want to be a little more diverse. And I feel like if we do one Netflix, we would have to do all if of them. If we do Daredevil, we'll have to do Jessica Jones. If we do and Jessica Jones, we're going to have to do Luke every- Cage. Luke and then Ke- yes. Iron Fist is coming. And And I'm exhausted already. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm not going to say never, but... It, I haven't even had time to watch Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. I haven't watched Daredevil. Daredevil. I haven't watched Daredevil. All I've seen is Jessica Jones, but I know they're all connected. 
And they are technically part of the MCU. Yes, they are. Um, so uh, it's mostly just that to do one, we'd have to do like four. And uh, I put research yes. into our Marvel podcast. I always say I'm not going to, and but then you I do. do, and it's it's it tears. <laughs> yeah. And again, I mean, we've got still have to go back and do season. Maybe like one summer where we don't have catch up episodes to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, possibly, but right now we do not have plans to do yes. it. Um, sorry. But I highly recommend Jessica Jones. It's the only one of those I've seen. Cause I, I like, want to, but I haven't had time to sit down and do Daredevil, but, um, but yeah, Jessica Jones, I highly recommend. I've got like three episodes of Lucifer left yeah. and then I can watch something else, yeah, but I haven't even watched those three episodes. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to get through all this other stuff. So, yeah. um, but yeah, there's all that, but then, but you know, but again, we want to be more diverse. And so we've got, uh, Gotham, yeah. which we just wrapped up season two, yeah. which has been renewed for season three. We're so excited for season three. Yeah. Um, there's also our random mini series. Yep. Right um, now we're focusing on Houdini and Doyle. Houdini and Doyle. Don't know where we're going to go from there, but we'll figure something out. Yep. Uh, we may throw in, uh, we'll, we'll do, see if we can get in a season. I don't know if we're going to be able to get in some leverage. I don't know that we're going to be able to this summer. I know. We've talked about it, but. But we're, S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to, is 22 episodes. So. Yeah. And I'm going to be out of the country for almost a month. So yeah. it's going to be tough to pull yeah. that off. Um, maybe we can do that in a hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got a lot done. We did get a lot hiatus. done during hiatus. Um, but there's also our random movies feed. Exactly. Uh, I think we're going to be doing Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Um, check some of that. Raising Arizona. Yeah. Is our most recent one. Um, Shaun of the Dead is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to have movies. to do Hot Fuzz this summer. We're going to have to. There's no. Yeah. The Hot Fuzz is going to be done. It's great. Yeah. And then we have to do World's End because we got to finish the, of course. the trilogy. Uh, I'm missing a podcast. Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Three seasons of Sleepy Hollow, and that's all there will ever be. Yeah. So that's out there. Um, but yeah, you can listen to them straight from our website, or you can go to iTunes, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Overwatch. We're still trying to get to Google Play. Yeah, we're on there, but we're not on the search for. So- I need to contact them about that. Yeah, because we were accepted. Um, but also, um, you know, if you are liking what you're hearing, we would love for you to leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening to us on. Um, and that's just going to help other people find us. Yes, it is. And also, if 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 you, again, if you like our content, um, you can certainly help support us by going to the web again to the main page and click our donate link. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do uh, pay for unlimited hosting so that all of our podcasts will be out there because we at have all a butt ton of them. We have so many. Are we? We're up to what seven? Yeah, six, seven feeds. Seven feeds now. So, yeah, so that it's all available for you at all, all the time. Yeah. And will never go away. So, um, and that costs us money yep. and we love you guys and we, we do what we, we do this because we love it. Yeah. We just want to give you the opportunity should you want to. Want to help. Uh, yeah. Want to help support us. Uh, also, $100 or more, we will podcast any movie you like. Yep. Including porn. I have, yeah, we made an executive decision uh, that we will. We? Even, it, okay, it was me. <laughs> Um, I don't make the rules. If you want, I mean, if, Porn, if, if yeah. you, yeah. 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 Just going to put that out there. That's so, fine. um, so yeah, you can check out that again, randomtpodcast.com. Yeah. And, um, and also, um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, go to the audible link that we gave you. Um, and you know, that gets you a free audible trial and they're helping audible trial.com slash random podcast. And that's free to you. Yeah. But it helps us out. Yeah. It's great. Um, 
Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. So uh, we're going to go to the pimping. Not pimping. The uh, We already did the that. Pimping. The trivia section. This is what happens <laughs> when I check my phone. You get distracted. I get distracted so easy. I Squirrel. know you do. Uh, this is the trivia portion. Yay. Of our uh, podcast. God damn it. <laughs> This is only the second podcast we've recorded today. I don't know what's wrong. I know. We've done way so, more in one day before. Uh, one of my favorite pieces of trivia. And yes, I went through IMDb and of picked out my did. favorites. Because why am I going to scour the entire internet when it's all in one place? Exactly. So uh, my favorite, favorite one ever is when Loki and Thor are escaping or escaping. Escaping. Yes. Uh, Let's be classy about it. Asgard. And they... they Cut off the head of the statue of their grandfather. Yep. Except Loki says it's your grandfather and it hurts. Yes. But um, Loki makes the wisecrack about it. In the Marvel comics, in Thor 600, 2009, Thor actually does end up killing his grandfathers as part of a deception by Loki. Was there timey-wimey bullshit involved? I Probably. Okay. There's always Tommy Wine. Damn it, Loki. Involved if Loki's involved. But Damn it, Loki. Loki is a little shit. Loki is the, so, the original little shit. I read through all of the trivia last night. I did a lot of research last night before rewatching it. Okay. So you could kind of keep an eye so out I for stuff. So I could see it. And I, it wouldn't be tainted. My opinion wouldn't be tainted because I'd already seen it before. But, but then the scene came up and I could not stop cackling. Yeah. It was, it was That's hilarious. Great. So, um, there is one thing that a lot of movie only people will miss it was a line where uh loki uh says to was it i think it was curse mm-hmm. uh he says see you in hell uh-huh it was that h-e-l mm-hmm. but in subtitles this is h-e-l-l but a lot but moviegoers a lot of movie only people are going to miss that yeah because hell is one of the nine hell realms is one of, and, and they i never assumed talk about it was it. that hell it was the nine realms hell not yeah, H-E double so hockey sticks. it could possibly mean something different. Okay, uh, but hell, it's uh, hell is it's Helheim. Okay, Helheim. Hell Everything's is short a for Helheim. Helheim. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's located in the lowest realm of Niflheim. Oh my gosh, it sounds like Nippleheim. <laughs> oh god, that's terrible. I'm super. And hell is ruled by Hela, which is Loki's daughter. Okay. Um, Loki has so many fucking kids. Just so man, many. so many. So, uh, and then uh, a trivia that almost everybody knows is in that final scene between uh, Natalie and Chris. Yes. The, the famous kiss at the end. That's his wifey. Uh, well, she's standing on a box. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. When she, when she walks to him yeah. to kiss him, she's walking up a ramp on a box because the height difference is so much yeah and the way they have the camera angled you don't see yeah because natalie's teeny tiny yeah um but it is actually in the in the reshoots it's his wife because natalie couldn't get there oh yeah um in the prologue scene Mm -hmm. um with the the dark elf uh the only people in that scene who are actually people are malekith kersenbor everybody else is cgi wow Um, you know, uh, I'm sure, I hope I'm not stepping on your trivia toes. Uh, we see a dark elf in, uh, the collector's, uh, menagerie in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, we do. 
that is not in my trivia. Huh? That would be a Guardians of the Galaxy trivia. But okay, well we'll bring it up then too because it's still it'll be cool. dry pie though. Uh, I don't care. I okay. don't care. Executive you decision. will chug. You will chug down that. I dry will. Pie. I will indeed. Okay. Uh, the scene where uh, Jane slaps Thor had to be shot so many times that the uh, she kept fake slapping him. Oh my gosh. To avoid actually hurting him. Oh my gosh. And after about thirty takes, she had to just hit him. Yeah. So. Um, but then when she first meets Loki and punches him, she really did hit, hit Tom. It How could you hit that gorgeous baby angel face? That time only took her five. Oh my gosh. It only took five takes. He's such, he's a human puppy. Yeah. Um. He's the personification of a puppy. We, we've already mentioned this, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, being nude in the Stonehenge scene. Yeah, we have. No, he's wearing a thong. Uh, the production team gently encouraged him by reminding him he had done much worse in the movie Nymphomaniac Volume 2. Which remind me never to see that. Yeah. I'm, because I, I don't know that I need me. to see that from Stellan. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, there is uh, one of the tracks in the film is called Loca Siena. Uh, this is a Norse poem. That describes an exchange of insults between Loki and the other gods. Mm. Aptly, this track is used when Loki and Odin meet at the beginning. Oh. The trial scene. Uh, the film was shot under the title Thursday Morning. <laughs> Thursday. Spelled, spelled M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Thursday, Thursday Morning. Why would Not you morning, so? As in even morning and night, but hey, I, I don't make the rules. Damn it. Damn it, Marvel. Uh, it was also the code name the film was shipped to a theaters under. Okay. Uh, so, Thor, Thor Thursday. I'm not even going to explain that. If you don't know that one, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. So, this brings us to Dr. Selvig's uh, chalkboard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me all about that. There are several, several uh, Easter eggs for people willing to stop and squint. Okay. And look. Okay. Uh, there is a number 616. Oh. Which is a designation given to a specific Marvel universe. Which in this case is the main Marvel canon. It is the original one from the 1960s. Okay. Is 616. That's still the main universe though for the, for the I mean, I know not all of them. As opposed exist. to the alternate yeah. timelines. Yeah. Whatnot. 616 is what they refer, is the, uh, the. Prime. Origin, yeah. I guess you could call it that. Um, yeah. MCU is designated as 199999. Okay. Which is where you will find Darcy. You right. will not find Darcy in 616 or any of the no. others. So. Darcy or Eric, those are both MCU only characters, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what we said in the Thorcast. I think so. I have the pages over here, but I can neither confirm nor deny right this second. Uh, there's uh, Simonson's Theory of Relativity. Okay. It's written on the board. Uh, that's an homage to Thor comic writer Walter Simonson. Oh, that's nice. Uh, let's see. The Nexus of All Reality uh, is a location in the Florida Everglades where dimensions intersect, which is guarded Man by thing. the hero Man-Thing. Okay, when you said Florida Everglades, I was like, that's a thing. <laughs> Not just it's anything. A it's thing. a man-thing. Just don't. Because I think that's ridiculous. Just, that is a horrible name. Just don't mansplain it to yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um... Uh, then you're, there's another place like on the right side, kind of down on over here because mm-hmm. the people listening can see what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, it says the fault and then right under it says the crossroads. Uh, the crossroads is an intersection for different worlds talking about the planets and the intersection. Uh, the fault is a tear in the fabric of the universe, which is attended to by 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. That's a Guardians of the Galaxy story. Okay. Okay. Um, then there's uh, up on the board, you'll see in the very top right hand corner, it says uh, Kyle plus Yost equals X. Okay. Craig Kyle and Christopher Yost are well known to the most diehard, uh, to most diehard fans. Uh, the creators of the teenage female clone of Wolverine, dubbed X twenty three. We oh, talked about okay. that. We that's, talked about Christopher. That's, right. that's who X twenty three is. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and they've gone into diff- several different uh, forms of media together, but uh, and Craig Kyle was one of the EPs of yeah. Dark World, and uh, Yost, Yost was one of the writers. Play. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Kyle plus Yost equals X. Oh, that's cool. So there's the. I never paid attention to the board because Stanny's, I didn't because Stanny's there. I didn't either, but I my found, baby Stan. I found some um, some trivia on IMDb, and I found found some in another article. Cool, cool. So uh, I thought that was neat. Um, then there's the scene where the the kids in London are playing with the. They do more than the cement truck or the shoes and the keys. When uh, Jane and Darcy and Ian first get there, there's a container hinge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Much like the Stonehenge. And they explained that later. They said Yeah, they they he explains that Stonehenge was created by the because during, during the convergence. The convergence and they used the gravimetric uh, anomalies to move such My only problem with that was I was like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you uh, you know, Selvig, let's let's go. He mentioned all these sites, China, the Great Pyramids. Um I think he mentioned a site in South America. But then he only used three sites on that map to do the triangulation for Greenwich. I was like, ah, that seems a little convenient. They edited the rest of to it To only pick those three. They edited it out. Yeah. Uh, so the Dark Elves are, um, they're referred to as the Zvartafar. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Beings of Zvartafar. <laughs> sure. Uh, the Dark Elves. In Norse mythology, it literally means Black Elf. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, Loki's trial, uh, was originally, that was originally in the movie prequel comic, mm-hmm. which serves as the bridge between Thor yeah, and, yeah. and the Avengers. Uh, this movie, the filmmakers liked it so much, they put it in the film. Okay. So, that wasn't, that was stolen from somewhere else. <sighs> it was okay, it was um, Loki. We already talked about Malachus' burned face. Yes. Uh... The starburst on his chest armor is a nod to the original comic design as well. Okay. Which I love that little star. Um, we already talked about the banana balls. Was banana an improvisation. Balls. Uh, in the comics and the actual North mythology, the Erinjar, Erherjar, um, in the film, they're the Asgard city guards. Okay. Okay. Um, in the comics and in actual Norse mythology they're the souls of the glorious dead feasting in Valhalla oh okay so the people in Valhalla actually have a name okay yeah, that makes they sense just that was weird okay uh, did you know that uh, Tom half jokingly uh, offered to direct yes he did film? bless him sweet but little he was heart. turned down because he has no experience, no experience. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked about how Alan Taylor hated how the movie turned out yeah uh, which you know th- <sighs> Like, I understand that, but part of me kind of gets my back up a little bit when people are publicly very vocal about that. It's like Alan Moore, like I mentioned. Alan Moore has hated every single fucking adaptation of any comic he's done. He hated The Watchmen. He hated League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He hated, um, there was another one, I can't remember what it was, but he hated it. Um, 
I don't know what it was, but he hated it. And I'm just like, you know, you don't have to publicly be a dick about it. Well, and Kirkman has come out publicly uh, condemning George R. R. Martin for letting HBO change his stuff. Really? Yes. Oh, uh, that's fucking ironic because isn't Kirkman still has control over his um the content in The Walking Dead? Yeah, but they change it from oh, so he's saying it's okay he if has, he authorizes he had, it. Con- he has still has control over it. George R. R. Martin Doesn't. does not directly have control over what the double D's do. Martin doesn't fucking care. He's sitting you on a know, giant pile of money. You know that the double D's aren't gonna do anything he doesn't like. No. It gives it's but the thing is it's giving George the option to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Differently. Whatever. Anyway. Um, so we, we talked about this earlier with uh, Odin compares Jane to a goat. Yes. Uh, ironically, in the final scene of the movie, she's when she's sitting at the kitchen table, there's goat milks on the table. Aww. Just saying. Uh, when Thor gets on the train in the London Underground. That was great. Uh, for all of you trivia people out there, that is specifically uh, Charing Cross. Mm-hmm. Just for those people Just, who need to know. That's good to know. Charing Cross. Um, she touched so, him. She saw an opportunity and she took it. She did. Um, but Anthony Hopkins starred in 84 Charing Cross Road. Oh, really? Yeah. So that kind of ties those two okay. things together. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and we already talked about uh, Tom wearing the Captain America suit. He did the yeah. impression of Griff Evans. Evans showed up later and shot his cameo imitating the impression. Oh my god, it was great. It's so weird. That's like Captain. It is. It is bizarre. Like to watch Tom, and he's got his full Loki uh, wig on, and it's not like it's just Tom, you know, being himself, be- doing it. I mean, he's in full Loki gear, yep. and it is the weirdest looking thing. It is so weird. I'm like, oh, I don't like it. Uh, we already talked about the Asgardian soldier that Loki impersonates. Yes, is the same that forms Odin. Same actor. Uh... The Aether is identified by the Collector to be an Infinity Gem. Yes. Its red color identifies it as the Gem of Power. However, according to James Gunn, the Gem of Power is the one that appears in Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the reality stone. And I'm actually, um, because the MCU kind of remixed it a little bit. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to yeah, talk about... Yeah, because the color of the stones in the MCU and the colors of the stones in the comics are completely jiving. different. And I cannot keep up with them for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and I only it's have the MCU to worry about. So I'm usually the one that's going, okay. Uh, so as far as, as of right now, which is after Civil War has come out, um, we've got four in play and two left before, because obviously Infinity Wars, and there's a fucking Infinity Gauntlet that uh, Thanos is trying to get stones for. So we have the first one, which is the Space Stone, which is the Tesseract. Okay. And we've got the Reality Stone, which is the Ether. Okay. And we've got the Power Stone, which is the orb okay, no, no, from no, no. Guardians. Let's go back, Let's go back to the, yeah. the Tesseract. The one the Tesseract is the one that did is Vision. No, that's the Mind Stone. The, the Tesseract did the is the space. The Tesseract was the bridge between... Um, it can okay. open up the portal. Damn it, I always think that the Tesseract and Loki's fucking scepter is the same fucking thing. Why do I do that? Because for years we thought they were because, I, you know, in my... My brain. In my... But the Tesseract and the Scepter were two different things. Yes. God, my because brain can't my, handle that. I think, and, and I'm, I've read that I'm not the only one that went this route, but I went Occam's Razor in my head, and Tesseract blue, Loki Scepter blue, it's the same. same. 
and they're not. And so we didn't get that corrected until Age of Ultron. I think we went through this. We go through this in every freaking podcast. Probably. Okay, so the scepter is the... I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, so the Tesseract is the... Space. Space. Uh, Reality is ether. Okay. Power is the orb from Guardians. That was the purple one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Mind Stone is the yellow one. It's the yellow one. That's Loki's scepter. That's vision. So that was the mind stone. So that's what leads me to believe mind. Uh, bra- that's how he was able to brainwash. Barton yes, we're and both Selvig. touching our hip, our foreheads. That's how he was able to brainwash Selvig and Clint. And I yes. think Thanos was chan- was was controlling him through that. But that's my own okay. thing. Okay. Um, so now we have two left in play. Um, we have um, the. Uh, hold on, let me scroll down. Where'd it go? I was just looking at it. I hate sites that are so click heavy that it takes a minute to scroll. Oh, clickbait. Yeah. Hold on. Holding. Gosh. It's time, which they're going to fuck timey-wimey. That's got to be Doctor Strange. Uh, and, well, I think Soul is going to be Doctor Strange. Ooh. I think Ragnarok is going to be time. Ooh. Because... You don't... But even though Ragnarok is the apocalypse, you don't think that would be Soul? I don't know. See, yeah. But I, but I think those... Because if you look at the... Like, I'm looking at the, um, uh, the Phase 3, which is... Uh, we've got left... Because we know we're going to have to get all of them for Infinity War. Yeah. If so, they would quit sticking movies in between. So we've got Doctor Strange, which is a perfect candidate for an Infinity Stone. Yes. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy, who's already dealt with one Infinity Stone. Right. So we may or may not have it there. Spider-Man, I don't think we'll have it. God, I hope not. And then Thor Ragnarok, because I don't think they're going to bring one in in Black Panther. I don't know. They could. But I think, I think dollars to donuts, there's going to be another Infinity Stone in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, because Ragnarok and then Infinity Wars. Yeah, and because they've got to use that as the bridge between yep. to to get because you've got to have Thor, you got to have Infinity back. Stone to hit yeah uh, the Infinity Wars. If you if you if you put a movie in between, it's people are going to get lost. Black Panther and forget about it. Black Panther at this point is in between them. Oh, see, so it might be Black might Panther. be Black Panther. It might be Thor and then Black Panther. Or it might be time or but i would rather have it's been so long since we've gotten an infinity stone yeah so if they i think they should put it in because my you know my opinion is law dr strange they should put one in dr strange and then another one in another year yeah not put them back to back yeah so we've only got two left and we've got to stretch it out over one two three four five movies (laughs) so Okay, uh, that's all the trivia I have, and we actually do have some feedback. I'm so excited about this. I am too, because Michael. Yay, Michael. Michael, who writes to us for so many of our, our, our other, so many, all two of them. Yeah. Marvel podcasts. Um, so he says, aloha, ladies. <gasps> aloha, Michael. Spending my pre-con evening watching Thor the Dark World seemed like a good call. Yay. Uh Three immediate takeaways. Okay. First, I need a Warriors 3 movie. Word. That'd be great. Yes. Uh, Reading the Thor comics as a kid, they were always so much fun. 
Volstagg the Voluminous, Hogan the Grim, and Fandral the Dashing were the three musketeers of Marvel Comics. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they were. I really hope they play a role in Ragnarok. I hope so. Maybe a side mission with just them. Won't happen, but would really please the nine-year-old in me. <laughs> it would please the nine-year-old in me, too. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, something that didn't even hit me watching it in the theater. That's Chuck as Fandral. Yes. Yeah. That is yeah. Zachary Levi. Well, a lot of people didn't notice they changed actors. No, they really did. They costumed him well. They re- Well, and the facial hair and like a lot of people did not realize that yeah. was a different actor. Yeah. Uh, second. Okay. Thor, you putts. <laughs> Lady Sif is a way better choice than Jane Foster. Yeah. In fact, Foster's friend Darcy is a better choice. <laughs> Darcy, I will say, like, Darcy, I have read a lot of MCU fanfic. Darcy is the go-to, you can pair her with literally anybody. Yes, I will ship her with everybody and anybody. Anybody. Yes. Yes. It's great. Darcy and Pepper Potts. Yep. That's a thing. Do it. Do it. Uh, He says, I'm admittedly biased, though, as Two Broke Girls is a guilty pleasure of mine. Now, wait. It ain't guilty. If you enjoy something... Don't be guilty. Don't be guilty about Own it. Own that shit. That's right. Just going to put that out there. It's funny. Um, I haven't watched it in a while, but it's 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 cute. He does point out that Foster won't be in Ragnarok. True that. But Sif is. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. What but he so say? is what Valkyrie. Say? What do you say? What do you say? Uh, yeah, I got that reference. Yeah. <laughs> Third. Loki is the best villain in the Marvel MCU the movie side. Absolutely. I'm glad they've kept him around, although I suspect he won't make it uh, a Ragnarok. And oh, I think he's in Ragnarok. No, I think he... He's I th- rumored. I think he might mean he's not going to make it past Ragnarok. He won't make it of... Out of Ragnarok. Out of... Oh, uh, there's a word. Bite your tongue, there. Michael. Bite your tongue. Uh, but then again, he is a fan favorite and apparently makes Quim the world over do more than Mule. He does. And I understood that <laughs> reference. I did too. And God love you, Michael. That was beautiful. And thank you for that. Uh, he said they played up his God of mischief and deceit. Well, they gave him great lines. Mm-hmm. I like her. I yeah. think you missed a column. Yeah. You just chopped off your grandfather. No. Okay. I, my favorite, my very favorite was I'm pressing every button. And he's like, you have to, don't just slam it. I am pressing them gently. Don't don't just slam it gently. And I was like, if that is not a metaphor for how Thor approaches sex versus how Loki approaches sex, then I don't know what the fuck is. You just killed me. (laughs) I made Johnny a face palm. Because these are the things I think about. Of course they are. (laughs) Um, Were it Bucky, I'd probably think the same thing. Exactly. Um, But uh, also, if you were to, when you see that scene on Tumblr, it mm-hmm. really out of context it looks like a um blooper reel yeah it does it looks like a blooper reel it's one of those where you like f- that was improv and they just saved it and kept it in the like, movie or like some shit like when you see gifs of supernatural before you watch it and then you're like oh that's all that's all crap and you're like no that's shit, really that's the, the show. show yeah yeah and it was like that's that. the show that has one for every everything yep Jeff for everything proven it yep uh anyway so here's his random thoughts okay as much fun as it is to watch Marvel do Lord of the Rings style scenes, it seems... Str- wow, let me try that again. Okay. As much fun as it is to watch Marvel do Lord of the Rings style scenes, it seems strange. <laughs> He's trying to tongue-tie me. I think he... Yeah. That such technology advanced beings still rely mainly on bladed weapons and in individual combat. I noticed that too. 
There's Once spaceships he, and swords, and I kind of like it. Because I, um, I, you know, I read his email before I, I rewatched this uh, this morning for the cast, because I've seen it a lot, and I noticed that, that the that the Dark Elves had the pew-pew weapons. The pew-pew. Pew, 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 and then the, the Asgardians charged in with their swords. Now, the Asgardians had some... Um, but they were, like, lightning swords, and grand- then they had some, like, long-range, like, lightning-y weapons that were almost like spears, but they were kind of like... Pew, pew. What? That was in another movie that had that people that had spears like that. Stargate. Remember in Stargate, the movie, the original Stargate movie. Oh, God, it's they been had a minute. The, oh, yeah. I love that. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, but the Asgardians had the ground to air yeah. missile yeah. thingies, cannons, yeah. whatever this means. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I remember I saw noticed that in the rewatch and I was like, oh, wow. I, I liked the mix. Yeah. I thought, that I thought the, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so he goes on to say, PG-13 violence looks really odd sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need R-rated comic book movies. Yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, in the assault on Asgard, in the prison break scenes, there are a lot of bodies. drop Bodies, but not a drop of blood. Yeah. Uh, and what a waste of Rene Russo. Such a waste. Uh, he says, I'd like to see Professor Selvig come to the Marvel TV side for some cameos. Oh, I would love that, but I don't think they can afford Stellan. But, no, but yeah. Can, Marvel can barely afford Stellan. Well, now Stellan. I'm afraid that anybody that goes to the... That goes to the show won't come back. Whenever, yeah, because Phil hasn't been back in the in the movie since. No, well, his contract is yeah. They won't touch him now. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of, uh, I missed a trivia thing here. Oh, okay. Let me finish Michael's email and we'll go to it. Okay. Uh, Odin needs to chill. He's a crappy father, husband, and king. Loki might actually do better. I know. Like, I think Loki would be a decently good king if he has now gotten over his. Murder rage. Um, but yeah. So uh, the death of Loki scene was well done. But after spending the movie setting him up as deceitful, I doubt many fell for it. Well, except Thor. He's not the brightest crayon in the box. Sometimes. I think Thor was in on it. But as far you as think Loki's, he was in on it? As far as Loki's death or Loki's like, ha ha moment. No, his death. Oh, oh okay. Gotcha. The Loki. The, gotcha. Yeah, the actual death scene which really what that was see now that was that had an emotional payoff to it short Mm -hmm. but it was short-lived it was very short-lived uh uh, he says i can't watch that i can't watch that last find scene fight i'm assuming okay in london now without thinking of the shield team having to clean it up oh that's a good point yeah because we got a we got an episode directly after thor the dark world that was our first movie tie-in it was season one. Yeah, And it was, was like eight or nine yeah. episodes in. Yeah. That was our I first t- movie yeah. tie-in. We'll, we'll podcast. We didn't podcast season, so we didn't watch it with a podcaster's eye. Yep. yep. We'll catch it this summer. Yes, we will. Uh, anyway, he says, overall, I like this movie, but I think I might have been in the minority. Okay. A grin, a, again, attributable to many hours uh, reading Thor comics as a kid. Cheers and stay Jarvelous. Aww. All right, Michael, you know what's up next, right? Yep. Winter Soldier. And then Guardians. Winter Soldier. Make it happen. Make it happen. You make, can it, th- make it so. Make it so. So the, the bit of trivia that I missed that I skipped over it because I wanted to do it last. Uh, Joss Whedon was actually brought in and he did uncredited rewrites for yeah. some of the scenes. Yeah. Uh, because it was leading into 
they were just the scenes were just they had scenes that just wouldn't work yeah and they had him come in and do rewrites including the encounter with the stone creature at the beginning okay and the scene where loki is masquerading as captain america in the hallway okay both of those scenes he rewrote so all right so let's go to we're gonna do the trivia the that was the trivia oh that That was was it okay um i thought you were just super knowledgeable no, just that one piece with that I gotcha. missed. Gotcha. Uh, so now we're going to go to Chris, uh, who emailed in. Yes. And uh, she had a little story. She said, first, uh, a little story of how one of my friends tried to troll me during the dark world. That's just mean. I had actually gotten up out of the theater shortly after Loki's, quote, death, and missed the exchange between guard Loki and Odin. Uh, when I came back, asked what I'd missed, she said she had the shit-eating grin and refused to tell me exactly what happened. She just kept saying that I missed something big. Luckily, I follow way too many entertainment sites, so I already knew they wouldn't kill Loki. <laughs> First off, for reactions. Does anyone else find it hard to believe Thor would kill Loki, at least in the MCU? I feel like Thor loves Loki too much and is only slightly more willing to admit it than Loki. Somehow I imagine Thor can threaten it all he wants, but in the end, he's about as willing to kill Loki as Steve is to say Bucky is a villain. Yep, I agree with that statement. Uh, Speaking of admitting feelings for being a god of lies, Loki is certainly terrible at some lies, but he's not the god of lies, he's a god of mischief. Lies too, I think. At least in... um Mythology. Silver tongue. Uh, I'm not as I'm not as up on my Norse mythology as I am. Yeah. Say uh, Greek or Roman, Roman or yeah. Celtic. Yeah. Much more. I know probably know more about Celtic than I do Norse. Okay. But that's just my heritage. So, um, Frigga wasn't the only one who didn't believe him when Loki said he she wasn't her mother. I think the only person I can believe Loki does not love anymore is probably Odin. Yeah. And even then that's when I would be surprised would be surprised if I was proven wrong. Um, it all comes down to is Odin dead or not? And did Odin die by Loki's hand? Yeah. Because we know we know Loki's sitting on the throne and that's not something Odin would let happen. Yeah. So I think it all comes down to that missing piece that we don't know yet. That I'm hoping we find out about in Ragnarok. I have to look something up real quick. Okay. Do, 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 do. If I can spell. Da, 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 and you're typing da, one-handed. Okay. Well, cause you're totally, holding, your, totally, holding your microphone. Totally out of context. True story. Okay. I learned to type one-handed because I was a smoker. You weirdo. Uh, cigarette in one hand. Social typing. Uh, social network. Yeah. We're talking back during the AOL chat days. Because I'm old. Yeah. Back during the original AOL oh, chat God, rooms. AOL. rooms I, w- I learned to type one-handed. <laughs> I can type just as fast with one hand as I can with two. I remember you would change your username once a month when you got a new free trial. And you'd be like, oh, hey, here's my new <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Fucking it's true. AOL. It's true. So, uh, anyway true story that i type just as good one-handed as i do with two i don't so sorry chris i'm gonna get back to your email um so i know it is extremely optimistic on my part but i kind of hope loki didn't actually kill odin at the end of thor the dark world 
I could find it believable that he fell back into the Odin sleep like he did in the first Thor. Fucking Odin sleep. Well, that makes sense because Frigg is dead. Yeah. And who would know? But where where is Loki concealing him? Because he can't just be laying out in his he bed took, in the he Odin took, sleep. He took him in that other planet. Okay. Stuck him over there. Okay. The one he sneaks off to. <laughs> I decided right now. Uh, I think it all depends on whether Anthony Hopkins really is coming back as Odin or not. I doubt he is. And he's been rumored, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, she says, I can also see Loki being a little shit. Because he is. And spending the entirety of Ragnarok like, yes, I killed the Allfather. Only for it to be revealed in the climactic battle that Odin was just napping. <laughs> not, Odin would nap through Ragnarok. Not likely to happen, but a Loki fangirl can dream, right? Yep. Um, I, Chris is holding up the, the Loki side of the fandom with me. Uh, now, uh, she does give us idea for a new podcast. Have you guys thought about casting the MCU Netflix shows? I think yeah. we've addressed that already. Yeah. Not right A lot now. of people have suggested that. I know, and I want to. I know to, they want, uh, yeah. I don't think we just... You don't want to... Well, I want to stay diverse. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be all MCU all the time. Oh, my God. My brain would just... Fry. Oh, you don't. You so guys don't big. understand the amount of research Johnny does on all these. <laughs> you... Oh, I see you've it. You've seen my stack I of see it printouts. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, she says, I would totally listen to those as I write my fan fiction, which is what I'm usually doing when I listen to your shows. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's just so sweet. Uh, also, what is the name of the Game of Thrones podcast you suggested? I was working on packing stuff to move, and you guys threw it out there and didn't hear the name. Stay awesome, Chris. Um, we actually responded to her yes, directly. I know, I know so she has that information immediately. You all need it, though. And it's Bald Move. Bald Move is one of the major reasons why we got into podcasting. Yes. And why we don't podcast Game of Thrones. Because there is no competing. Yes. With they podcast about other things. They do Penny Dreadful. If if they do it, we don't. Yeah, they do Walking it's, Dead. It's pretty much our rule of thumb. Yeah. Because they're so good. They're like gods. We yeah. we bow down to them. And we might be actually meeting them. I know, I'm excited. In October. Uh that'll be so great. Yeah. We'll fangirl. We will. It'll we be will. cool. We'll be cool. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But yeah. uh Aaron and Jim. Yes are so awesome they have a wonderful game of thrones podcast they do three podcasts a week yes they do the their instant take that they record right after the show yes then they do their main podcast and then they have a spoiler edition um for all of for anybody that's read the books or says fuck it and wants book information yeah um they do theories and all this other stuff so it's it's really cool it's they're great yeah and aaron is just as bad at pronouncing stuff as i am yes so uh, exactly he is my spirit animal <laughs> so uh, so yeah that's that's all the feedback we got yeah which was great i think um, some of our babies are in transit yeah um so i want to say hello to Phronsie as she yeah. is traveling across the globe yeah uh, be safe we will miss you be safe um but that's all the feedback i've got and i yeah. think i covered everything I intended to. Okay. For once. Um, what was I going to? Uh, I think I got everything. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, because Loki. Yeah, because Loki. Because Loki. Because Loki. Um, yes. again, Winter Soldier. Yes. Uh, Agents of Shield season yes. one. Yes. So, uh, get your feedback in while you still can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, guys.